Hello, hello, hello. It is Melissa and Meg here today with you for another episode of the Hello Storyteller podcast. Hi, Meg. Hey, hey, hey. And today, okay, so I'm going to preface this by saying, if you are someone who is still holding on to summer, then you might want to pause this podcast (laughs) and wait until later in the month to listen to it, because we are going to be talking about all things fall, because for Meg and I, once September 1st hits, it's fall. That's how it goes. Well, well I know for, for you, you it's maybe. still like 102 degrees in California. <laughs> I don't know, I'm, your store yesterday and I was like, gross. That's disgusting. I I'm uh, I'm faux falling it uh, this year. But you're in the fall spirit. I am moving that way. I have a fall candle burning right now. Some nice pumpkin. It smells delicious. And I now want to eat my counter. Yes. It has been, well, up until like Friday (laughs) of last week, it was hot and gross and humid and disgusting. And then the most beautiful, I wouldn't even say it's quite, it's not that like brisk fall weather, but it is like, it's like in the fifties at night and it's a high of like 75 or 80 during the day, but there's no humidity. So it's, it's lovely. This, this, my friends is why I live in right now, huh? This is why I live in New England. See, Meg, you can be like, yeah, only you know, for this in, one moment right here, friends. Is this, this is, it. is she going to we get. own her state? <laughs> Six weeks is all we get here in Massachusetts, where it's a lovely place to live. Um, so, yes, I will sing the praises of Massachusetts between Happy positive bells here and for October. Yeah. Six weeks. Yep. It's beautiful. <laughs> so, today we're going to be talking about a bunch of fall related things. We're going to talk about our favorite fall activities that we do with our families. We're going to talk about sort of our fall photography bucket list shots. And we're going to talk about um, our favorite fall recipes. So we're going to be sharing all things fall. So if the thought of that makes you want to scream, then you might want to just wait (laughs) until later in the month or next month to listen to it. All will be applicable then as well. So there's your warning. Pumpkin spice is ahead. So just be (laughs) (laughs) warning, 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 pumpkin spice. Are you team pumpkin Everything. spice, Meg? Uh, I don't hate it, but I don't love it. I'm in the middle. Yeah, I'm not. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I like a good pumpkin spice latte. I do. I'll take like one a season. That's fine. But I'm not like all the rage. I have to have my my pumpkin spice latte every day during fall. Guilty. <laughs> <laughs> I know what I'm sending in your goodie package. I need to send you one of those, by the way. Uh-huh. Bad friend. Yeah. So you send me goodie packages. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on it. So, so here's the thing. I do. But that's really only the pumpkin uh, pumpkin pie. That's a, that's a yes all the time. But um, yeah, which really I eat once a year on pie. Thanksgiving. But other than that, I'm not a big pumpkin fan. Like all these things like this, the Cheerios and the Oreos no. and the, you ew, know, all ew, these, ew, everything. No, 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 no. Stop, please stop. So I, but I do like, I do, I do like a good pumpkin spice latte. And I realized in my cupboard a couple days ago that I had a bag of like Starbucks pumpkin, you know, coffee, whatever grounds. And so I was like, score. So I've made myself a homemade, very delicious pumpkin spice <laughs> coffee the last couple of days. And here's the other thing. I, there's several coffee shops in town that I like to frequent and, you know, not all pumpkin spice coffees or lattes are are made the same depending on where you go. And 
I was in one of the local coffee shops and I was like, I'll decide to give it a try. It was better than Starbucks. Oh. And I was like, this is dangerous. I never should, <laughs> never like should crack. have tried this because now try that's it, all friends. I want. But <laughs> that's the case. But uh, other than the coffee, I'm not, uh, I'm not, on, I'm not on team pumpkin spice. So. I do have to say, I love a good pumpkin muffy from Panera Bread. And if you don't know what a muffy is, it's like the best part of I was like, what the is muffin? Like, California okay, me... slang for muffin? What is a <laughs> yeah. muffy? Let me explain. Yes, it's I'm the ready. best part of a muffin, the muffin top. And oh, yes. it's in the shape of a cookie called a muffy. And it's like the best thing ever. And they make them in chocolate chip and they make them in pumpkin. And the pumpkin I... is way better than the chocolate chip. And it's so I good. have never seen these at our Panera. What? Oh my God, you need to go down to your Panera like today and go get a pumpkin muffin. I'm going to have to do with some your pumpkin spice latte. <laughs> I'm going to have to do some investigation and see if this is only a West Coast Panera thing or okay. if it's also available on the East Coast. Mm. Um, I'm trying tuned. to think if I saw it at yours when I was visiting a few years ago. In the dead of summer? <laughs> I don't think they would have had the pumpkin muffin. I don't muffin. know. <laughs> uh, interesting. Uh, yes, but the muffin top is the best part. And in fact, do you know that they make Muffin tins that only make the muffin top. What? Mm-hmm. Where is this tin you speak of? That's the best. That's the best part of the muffin. Who wants the bottom part? Um, well, I like all of it, but I will take the top or the bottom. Whatever. I will like usually eat the bottom first and then finish with the top. <laughs> that's an interesting way to go. I also make my cupcakes into a cookie. That means you have a... to undo the wrapper. That's like so much work. Because you normally eat it with the wrapper on. I, I mean, you do, but why I'm just don't like, you eat your muffins? <laughs> We're gonna move on. <laughs> it's a conversation for a different day. But I also here's the other weird thing about me too is um, for cupcakes, right? On a cupcake, I take half of the bottom of the cupcake, I took take it off, and I put it on the top, and I make, a, make a sandwich. sandwich. Oh, yes. Why did I never think of that? I'm so it's best the right best now. way to eat a cupcake. Well, so see, I'll mock. be a good friend and I'll give you my frosting and I'll just take the cupcake. <laughs> I don't like oh, frosting. Well, all right. All right. Let's anyway. <laughs> we got lost. Recipes are later. Okay. Apparently we're hungry. <laughs> we are hungry. It's lunchtime here. I haven't eaten yet today. I haven't eaten anything. Um, <laughs> Back haul. All right. So let's talk about fall activities. So... What is something, do you guys have like a fall tradition that you guys do or like something that you always sort of make sure that you do every single year? In this I'm like year? scrunching my nose, which means to me, I don't have one. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, I take it back. We go camping a lot. So I'd say okay. camping. Yeah. Yeah. Not too late in the fall though, because it gets cold, but sometimes we <laughs> brave it. Shut up. Shut up. We're not, we're not talking about weather, friend. <clears throat> something stuck in my throat. <clears> throat> Sorry. Well, what about you? We embrace all the fall activities here. So um, we were just talking, my brother and my sister-in-law were over yesterday for Labor Day, and we were just talking about how we need to plan to go apple picking, because that is big on our list of things to do. So we go apple picking. We, you know, we like to take, you know, a good, a good drive up into the mountains because of the fall foliage. So that's always on our list of things to do. We just like to do all the outside things because, again, the six-week time frame, it's the best weather. 
so yeah, no, we just, we like to do a lot of like, we have a, a fire table on our back patio. So we'll do a lot of like, you know, after dinner, cause it gets darker earlier, like after dinner, like little fire table stuff. Um, mm-hmm. okay, man, yeah. I do. thank you friend. You're welcome. Uh, yeah. So we like to try to just do all the, all the outdoor stuff. We'll do pumpkin, you know, we'll, we'll get pumpkins and stuff. We got this like pumpkin patch that we go to, but that's not until October. But yeah, I think this time of year, it's really like apple picking, being outside, you know, we all sort of like brace and like wait for that, that first, that first morning where you wake up and it's, you know, like 45, 50 degrees. And, you know, it's so funny, right? Because especially not to, not to continue to harp on the wonder, but I always find this funny about, (laughs) about us New Englanders because it's all a matter of perspective. So here we are in September and October and we're like, just waiting. We're waiting for that first, like brisk, crisp morning where we can like throw in our cute little hat and throw in our cute little sweater and like, you know, get our scarf on and be like, you know, Oh my God, it's fall here. It's so beautiful. Whereas what's funny is that like when we're in the dead of winter in February, if it like ticks above 42 degrees, we're like flip flops, t-shirt, shorts, <laughs> right? it's spring. Like, so it's just so funny to me this time of year because like six months from now, it'll be the complete opposite. We're like, I don't need a coat. It's totally fine. So, but I myself, I'm sort of like waiting I was up in Maine this past weekend shooting a wedding. And so I was very north in Maine. Well, I guess not for Maine, but north or more north. And when I woke up on whatever day it was, Sunday morning in my hotel, it was like 42 degrees outside. <laughs> so I was like, let me go enjoy the brisk cool air. So <laughs> right? that's what we do. Exactly. But yeah. All right. I take is- it back. One thing I do, we do that is fall is soccer. We're all about soccer right now. Oh, Everyone yeah. is starting games and practices which mm-hmm. changed all of last week and turned my whole schedule upside down amen sisters Anyways, my three kids are all playing flag football and my husband <gasps> is assistant coaching so it's oh. like a oh, it's sports nightmare ball. right now <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy oh. town up in here I'm just gonna make it to the next eight weeks yeah but yeah, because like my boys, you know, I always feel sort of bad because my oldest son, he has a, a pollen related uh, fruit allergy. Mm-hmm. So he's got a pollen allergy, which, which affects his ability to be able to eat like fresh or raw fruit because um, he has an allergic reaction to them to it. So we drag him along with us oh, to no. go apple picking. And he's oh. like, and he's like I mean, I can't eat anything. But so one of the like traditions inside of the tradition that we have for apple picking is we always have apple cider donuts and apple cider when we're apple picking. Mm-hmm. So he Do can eat bring them stuff. with you. Well, oh, it, depends where, it depends where we go. So growing up, we used to go to a place where they sold it, sold them there, like fresh apple cider donuts, which there's <laughs> like literally nothing better than a fresh apple cider donut. But the place that we've been going to recently does not have them. They do have their own vineyard though, and their own winery. So that helps. But so we do, we bring, we bring, <laughs> we bring the contraband in with us. <laughs> And we do our apple picking Contra. and then we sit at the picnic tables and we get the apple cider and the cups and the donuts out of the car and we sit at their picnic tables and we have it. So he can have that stuff. So he just sort of like trucks oh, along nice. with us to, to humor well, us. That works um, out then. Yeah. But it's, you know, I don't know. It's, I, there's certain things that I sort of all rem- remember always doing certain times of year with my family growing up. And so I think, you know, sort of naturally as parents, you know, you sort of, hold on to some of those things. And so that like apple picking was something that we did. I mean, I have vivid memories of being like five, six and like going out picking. Like that's like what we did. So for my family in particular, it's, it's a big, it's a big tradition. So we were just like 
talking about it yesterday and figuring out like, when can we, cause, and then it's like a big family event. So we all go together. So like me and my family, my brother and his family, my mom, my dad, my stepmom, like everybody, we all go together. So then trying to coordinate everyone's schedules is like next to impossible. (laughs) So that's fun. Yeah, it is. It's like a good family thing to do. So yeah, that's probably the biggest uh, thing for us. I found a place. I don't have any apple picking near me, but I found a Mm. place in Southern California so I think I'm going to meet up with a friend probably later nice. this month and do my first apple pick. Woo woo. Woo. Have fun. I, I want to wait been... till it cools down a bit though. It's so yeah. hot still. You can't do it yet. It's no. too hot where you are. It wouldn't be fun. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. And then the other thing that I've been doing the last couple of years too is that I've only been shooting film when we go apple oh. picking. So that's been kind of fun. And last year I was like really aggravated because my, I thought my film camera itself like wasn't working anymore or was broken, but I realized it was that was my super old 50 millimeter lens that I've had for like 12 years that wasn't working. (laughs) So I ended up getting a new, uh, you know, nifty 50, partly for the film camera, partly for, for my son um, when he was going through the Hello Storyteller Kids course. So I'm excited to sort of pull out my, my film camera and, and use that again and sort of see, you know, if it works better. But that's sort of like a challenge, a little photography challenge for me. And that's one of the things that's always on my bucket list. You know, when we talk about, you know, sort of shots I, I try to get in the fall is when we're out together as a family. So apple picking is a big one. And just sort of like, like I said, we tend to be outside a lot. We like to go on trails and do walks and stuff. And so I'll bring, you know, my camera with me. But I, I try to be a little bit more intentional when we're out as a family so that I don't feel like I constantly have to be behind the camera and, you know, if you've listened to the most recent podcast episode we did with Jessica Byram, we talked about that a little bit about, you know, wanting to try to be present with our families. And I think film does that for me. I get real stingy <laughs> with pressing my shutter. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. totally. And so, so I feel like I'm, I'm much more like the camera's not out a ton. And so I, I like that piece of it. It's a good challenge for me sort of creatively it's a, and it's a good way for me to sort of be there and be present in the moment and not be sort of like constantly looking through my camera. So that's the thing I try to do when we're out together as a family is I tend to maybe not bring my digital camera and I bring my phone along and sort of help me stay focused that way. But really our time spent together as a family, I think also because, you know, in the fall, it's just so busy between school and sports and, you know, my it's busy season. I feel like it's been, it's been busy season this entire year, but like my September and October are jam packed full. So anytime that we sort of get together as a family, those are the moments that I want to make sure that I'm recording and sort of, you know, keeping track of, because before we started recording today, I was telling Meg, I was like, I can't remember the last time I took pictures of my kids. I did take pictures of them on the first day of school, which I haven't edited yet, but you know, it's just, and my kids are in, a, are in a weird age right now where they're not like super, super interested in being in front of the camera. So it's sort of trying to strike this balance of making sure we have memories at this time, whether they want them or not, cherishing the time that we have together as a family in this really busy season of life and trying to somehow be creative <laughs> yeah, <laughs> in, somehow. in between all of that. If all of the conversation today in the podcast about fall has gotten you inspired and you are ready to pick up your camera and head outside before you do that, you need to head on over to the Academy and pick up the mini course Autumn Glory by Holly Awad. This course is going to be retiring soon, so no longer will it be available. So you need to go grab it now. Holly's course covers all the things fall. 
There's a 32-page e-guide, an autumn light, color theory, and more. You get to watch Holly edit her fall images in eight different editing videos. She provides an autumn warmth tone overlay for fall presets, you guys, and also an autumn bucket list of 60 must-capture moments, and all of this for only $20. So for you, throw on your scarf and grab your pumpkin spice latte and head outside. Go head over to the Academy or click the link in the show notes to grab Autumn Glory. Do you want to learn more about shooting macro? Are you obsessed with dreaminess but still want a sharp focal point? The Magic of Macro Course by Molly Karstadter might just be the thing for you. Molly shows you all of her tricks for shooting macro, shooting indoors and outside, and how she uses creative accessories such as lens baby lenses for her macro shooting. You get a 63-page downloadable PDF, videos of Molly's gear, how she shoots behind the scenes, editing videos, and there's a live run of this course as well, so you can ask Molly all of your questions. If this sounds like something that you might be interested in, check out the link in the show notes or head on over to hellostorytaylor.com for more information. Do you have some like go-to fall sort of shots? I feel like for you, fall must be, I mean, I know you guys, it's sort of, it It does look a little different in in California, but but I feel like as someone embraces color as much as you do, like there's just, (laughs) it's a very different color palette in the fall than what you normally have. So like, how do you do that? It definitely is. I really try to take on the oranges and the yellows and the reds and more sunset vibes. Mm. Um, You know, definitely a a deeper, more rich mood, but still incorporating my signature rainbows and whatnot into it. Um, But yeah, I was trying to, I was looking back through my work from last fall and (laughs) I really didn't shoot a lot because I was in the midst of moving. And um, so I... I was just looking through all my stuff. I'm like, man, I really didn't shoot a lot after last summer because, you know, moving just takes so much out of you that sure it's does. crazy. So, yeah, I'm just I'm trying to think of, you know, we're not traveling as much right now when we're in the midst of soccer and travel soccer, which isn't too much travel. It's, you know, throughout the valley and whatnot. But I'm just trying to see how I can incorporate that you know into my work and because that's part of our story and you mm-hmm. know full throws of soccer season and I have you know we have lots of palm trees palm trees around here uh, but not as much as when we're in the desert I'll probably go down back to Palm Springs in the fall when it starts to cool off because yeah. I just can't I can't do it's been a really hot summer <laughs> and I can't I can't deal with the heat anymore and yeah. I hadn't been in the pool for like two weeks until yesterday and stuck my feet in but it's it's <laughs> quite chilly now in the pool it's because it's been cooling off yeah. in the evenings anyways but things I love to shoot during fall are definitely leaves and pumpkins and sometimes I'll do some baking so I'll shoot uh whatever I'm baking mm. but I'm, I stink at it so I gotta practice that <laughs> I know again I love shooting a different beast it really it really is you know there's so many different genres of photography that you can have your you know basic technical ability but then you really have to find your own creative voice within that own genre so yeah uh you can't just go into it expecting the same result you really have to kind of nurture that that project so that's a different story for a different day yes (laughs) yeah so basically you know just more more moodier rich sunset fiery colors and give me all the leaves and pumpkins you can yeah, I find, you know, I think 
I tend to be drawn more towards landscape this time of year, just because mm -hmm. it is so beautiful here. Like depending on the fall foliage, depending on the air. Although I was taking a look at the fall foliage forecast, which is something we have out here. And typically in like a regular year, I, I don't know what a regular year is anymore, but in a normal year, we have some color in September, but the bulk of it is in October. And it's interesting because we've had so much rain, the trees are like in shock. And so uh, the fall foliage forecast right now has us being in like peak fall foliage in like the first week of October, which is super early. So yeah. this is one of those things where, you know, as a side note, as a photographer, as a, as a photographer that takes on clients, right, my especially living where I live, everybody wants to get their pictures done in October. And I keep telling people like October is a fickle fickle month in terms of weather. It can be so beautiful or it can be kind of a hot mess. And I feel like it's going to be kind of a hot mess this year, which is a little concerning considering how packed my schedule is. But the, I don't know if it was like three or four years ago, we didn't have any leaves change color at all until like the last week of October. And then it all happened in November and it's just completely dependent on the weather. So I think you know, I'm always sort of drawn to landscapes because it can be so beautiful depending on how the foliage sort of works out. And I think I tend to lean more towards sort of warm, like I'm a warm editor anyway. So I feel like, I feel like all spring and summer, I'm fighting these like harsh, like neon greens and neon yellows. And then the fall gets here and I just feel like, ah, <laughs> like all right. everything is coordinated so nicely. It's all <laughs> these like deep jewel tones and nothing is like neon or electric. And oh, it just makes right. me happy. And, and I think fall colors for clothing in terms of clients and client work just are some of my favorite kinds. So I look forward, look forward to that. And I think just trying to get creative with what I'm shooting and how I'm shooting and, and not having it look the same and really sort of trying to get mm -hmm. different perspectives. We tend to this time of year, um, we tend to get a lot of intense sunrises, which I think I mentioned before a couple weeks ago, I can't really see like the sky from, I mean, I can see the sky from my house, but um, I don't have like a good, like open expanse view. So it's hard for me to be able to sort of see or gauge like what sunrise or sunset is going to look like. But I've noticed the last couple of mornings, like, you know, I've woken up at, you know, six in the morning or something and it's like intense orange outside my window. So I might, I don't know, I might just sort of, you know, you can't predict any of those things, which is the hard part about it. And so I sort of do wish that I had a better vantage view from my house. But this time of year too, actually, we also, we have a bunch of trees on our, on our property and when it gets, you know, it gets like more humid or, or, you know, sort of hazy, we get this intense like fog behind our house. And when the sun comes up at this time of year, it just creates this crazy, these crazy like sunbeams through the trees. And so it happened the other morning and my son was like, Oh my gosh, mom, did you see what's <laughs> happening in the backyard? And I'm like, Yes, honey, I did. I saw. <laughs> so that's sort of fun because that sort of happens at least once or twice this time of year. And we'll get like sort of intense fog in the morning, sometimes a type of year. So that's fun for me to go out and shoot with the boys in like before school and stuff. So I just try to sort of keep my eyes out for, you know, environmental changes that happen this time of year. Because I think if you are a photographer, you know that at different times, at different times of the year, the light is completely and entirely different. And so we get a lot of sort of unique things this time of year, like there's certain areas of how the light comes through my house that only happen in like late September, early October, and it only lasts for like a couple of weeks. So if I want to do like silhouette work or, 
any of that, like this is the time to do it because of how the light comes into my house. So if you're not someone who has sort of been paying attention or, or really sort of observing how the light works where you live, then then start paying attention because you'll start to figure out that there is like cool things about every season and how that light works in every season. So I get excited this time of year for those reasons, because we get some really neat sort of environmental things that we don't get other times of the year. So I try to keep those things in mind too, and sort of plan and have my camera out and around and available in case I need to grab it really quickly. And it's just, I think it's helpful for me too, to, to just shoot for myself this time this year, uh, this time of year, because I'm so busy with client work. I can literally go like the next two months without ever picking up my camera for myself personally. So I think that's a bit of a challenge for myself that I'm putting out there to just not to put pressure on myself, but just to like also remember like I can just take pictures for myself too. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't exactly. have to be all client work all the time. So yeah, but have we talk fun now. I know. So we opened the show talking about food and <laughs> I know we want to if you've ever spent any time with Meg and I at all, you know that we like to eat. So <laughs> no, no, not us. Not so, us. Um, so we're going to, we're going to end the show talking about food as well. <laughs> A good way to bookend the, the episode. Full today. circle. Full circle. So do you have some fall favorites? Like once it starts to get a tiny bit cooler where you are and you feel more in the mood for like turning on your oven. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I definitely love busting out the slow cooker uh, during fall. Uh, I love making a good pot roast. Mm, I just had pot roast. So good. I make a really good pot roast. I don't want to be like, you know. Like really good. Toot my own horn about it, but <laughs> it's too. really freaking good. You don't need a sound machine. You just got me. <laughs> what do you put in your pot roast? It's really, I actually, I posted the recipe, um, I think it was yeah, last snap. week on my stories. It's really super simple. So I make mine in an instant pot okay. and it's literally, so we get our, I get my chuck roast from a local butcher here in town. So it's like really good quality meat. Well, maybe um, I should go to my butcher and get one. I just go yes. to Target. I don't. I'll go to the meat I, market next time. You should go to the meat market for sure. Okay. And then really it's like salt, pepper, garlic powder. I sort of sear the outside of the meat. I get all fancy with it. Come on. It's not fa fancy. It's salt and pepper and garlic powder. You said searing. I an extra it, step. <laughs> I throw it in the Instant Pot, like a minute ah. each side to just like saute it on the outside. Then I take it out of the pot. I deglaze the pot. And then, and then literally I just put it all back in. I put in a container of beef broth, a little more salt and pepper, some onions. And then I let it cook for about just about an hour and then I do a natural release for like 20-ish minutes, which I never usually can wait that long because I've always usually started it later than I plan to. So my kids are like, what are we eating? So, um, <laughs> you know, whatever, wait as long as you want. <laughs> sure. And then I do a, a quick release. And then, and then I literally, I mean, while it's cooking, I've made, you know, my side of mashed potatoes. And then I'll take all the meat out of the pot. And then I will just use the broth in the pot to make a gravy. And that's it. I need to learn how to use my Instant Pot. Do pot really. roast in it. It's and it's like okay. it's juicy. It's tender. It like falls mm. off. It melts in your mouth. You don't need a knife. It's so good. All right, so good. Make us a pot roast this week, ladies and Perfect. gents. I will yeah. send you the recipe, Meg. You can follow my. Okay. 
precise. Okay. I will share mine. Mine's pretty simple. Yeah. Uh, How do you I usually just, make yours? I just use the slow cooker and I mm. turn it on low for, you know, like all day. I usually just throw it all in in the morning, but it's, let's see, what the heck do I put it? I chop up some carrots mm. and some potatoes. And then oh, nice. I use a packet of Lipton's onion soup mix mm. and a can of cream of mushroom soup. Okay. And then it's like either a quarter or half a cup of red wine. And throw oh, yeah, it all in. Some, I throw some red wine in mine too. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> and Whatever I have around. So good. And then it's just like a pot roasty, stewy, yummy. Yeah. Goodness. I can see that with the potatoes and stuff. Oh, yeah. It's so good. So, and then I have one other recipe that's <laughs> super easy. It's actually a Weight Watchers recipe. Sorry. I found it a long time ago, but it's so good. And it's simple. I think it's five ingredients. You can use like pre-made potatoes or leftover potato, like whipped mm. potatoes or whatever. And then shoot, what else is in there? There's milk. You have to remember this on the spot, huh? <laughs> you know what it tastes? I'll tell you what it tastes like. It tastes like the creamy Toscana potato soup from Olive Garden. That's what it tastes like. So oh, there's okay. sausage and milk and fennel and one other ingredient that's escaping my mind at the moment it'll come to me okay well we'll but share we'll share the recipes yes in the in the blog post i'm gonna have to make a note link to that this. yeah this in here potato soup yeah so we like a good pot roast uh i make also a very delicious homemade broccoli cheddar soup with fresh bread that mm. my boys literally jump up and down and clap their hands when i tell them that i'm making broccoli cheddar soup i need that better too please better than panera and I Ooh. like Panera. Panera is good too. Yeah, I do too. It's better than Panera. It's all in one pot, which is my favorite type of meal to mm-hmm. make. And it's literally just broccoli, shredded carrots, onion, milk, heavy cream, salt, pepper, cheese. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> That's, it. That's it. I always have heavy cream on hand. <laughs> yeah. Horrible. Yeah. So, and then okay. I usually make bread like in my bread maker. Or I might start, I might actually start, um, I do like the bread maker, but Meg actually sent me this really great, what is the, what is it called? Oh, the artisan bread? Yeah, the artisan bread. Yes. Which, I want, I haven't made that in a while. I need to make that. I know. We had to take, a, on take a break from making bread last year. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> I finally like, got we... a nice kitchen and I was like, I don't want anything to do with it. <laughs> I know. Dave's like, can we stop with the bread making? Because my, my <laughs> pants don't fit anymore. <laughs> All right, buddy. We were like, it was sourdough and bread and, and artisan bread have my Nasty sourdough starter in my fridge. Do you really? I don't even no. have mine anymore. It's got a nice. But I think I did actually flow. one year or one year, one time last year, I did make that artisan recipe that you sent me and the boys really liked it with the bread. So, or with it's the so soup. so easy. And it's like, so oh, easy. I only have two hours to make bread. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> yeah. So easy. And so it, easy. I feel like it has a similar type of like outside texture like sourdough, like I like. Yeah, mm-hmm. it does. Yeah, it was very simple. So we'll include. So we'll include that. We'll include the pot roast recipes. We'll include the soup recipe. We'll include the broccoli cheddar recipe now and the, that artisan bread. loaf Dang it. recipe. <laughs> I know, right? It sounds so good. And then I always like. You know, we talked about apples, and my boys like to go apple picking, primarily because they like me to make apple crisp. <laughs> Yes, which is the yes, other yes. the other thing. So and that's also like stupid easy to make. So yes, yes, yes. That's just you know whatever type of apples you like, slice them up. I okay. I will say this to you: if you are someone that likes to go apple picking, 
but you are someone like me who despises having to then peel apples, you need to get an apple peel, peer, an apple peeler core slicer. They are, I don't know, like $15 on Amazon and they like suction cup to your counter and you slide the apple to the counter. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. You slide it on to the, you slide the apple on and you just spin the wheel and it peels it, it cores it and it slices it all at the same time. And it's the best thing ever. Every year. That's my parents. Actually, they make a lot of apple pancakes and that would be the perfect gift for them. (laughs) Yes. Every year I was like, well, I need to get one. I need to get one. I need to get one. And then I never got one. And last year I was like, I'm going to get one. And I did. So that takes really all of the hard work out of making the apple crisp. So you just cut up a bunch of apples and whatever kind you like. And then the topping is, let me think, it is butter, brown sugar, cinnamon. I'm pretty sure that's it. That's it? And then you, hmm? I said that's it? Yeah, I'm pretty, oh, and oats, sorry, and oats. There we go. I was like, you're missing something. (laughs) I am missing something. I'm like, that doesn't seem right. Um, Oats, butter, brown sugar, cinnamon. And you just sort of like mix it all together and cut it in all together. And it gets sort of like, you know, like a pastry does, like it gets sort of like, you know, clumpy crumbly. and crumbly. And you just sprinkle it over the top. You pop it in the oven, I think for like 35, 40 minutes. And it's, it's delicious. So now we'll I have include to all of apple crisp. Thanks. I know. You're welcome. <laughs> apple crisp, bread, pot roast, soup. It's going to be I'm get so a hungry. Menu, <laughs> Way. You have your whole weekly menu. You're welcome. Our whole weekly Thank menu you. is Thank all you, set friend. to go. Be nice and um, so we, we will include all of those recipes. Maybe not in the show notes, but we will link the blog post that's always connected to our podcast in the show notes so that you can get access to all of those things. Um, so, yeah. But we wanted to just kick off the first full week of October with a little fall talk and hope that you all are having a really good start to your month. It's a new month full of new opportunities and possibilities and uh, coming off a long weekend here. So it's really sort of like Monday, even though it's already Tuesday. And uh, we just hope that you guys are all doing well wherever you are. So as always, make sure that you subscribe if you want to be aware of when we have new episodes released, which is every week. We'd love to get your feedback on the podcast always feel free to message us through the Hello Storyteller Instagram. Come on over to hellostoryteller.com and check out what we have available in our academy. And make sure you join our Facebook community because there's lots of really cool and inspiring artists there and that you should definitely take a look at. Aside from that, have a spectacular week. Bye, friends. Bye, everybody.